Support for Cover Story comes from Billiards on Broadway in downtown Columbia, Missouri. Family-friendly and locally owned and managed, Billiards on Broadway features fresh-cut fries and 12 Missouri craft beers on tap. Billiards on Broadway in downtown Columbia. This is Cover Story with Stephanie Shanikon. This is a show where I have conversations with folks and friends about the song covers we all love and examine the stories behind them and why we like them. I'm interested in uncovering the covers, the personal stories about how we connect with these great songs and what these songs mean to our lives. Ultimately, of course, I'd love to get my guests to tell us which version they prefer and to defend their choice. Today, my guest is my dear friend and colleague, Dr. Kiana Irvin. She's a professor in the Department of History at the University of Missouri, and she's someone I've talked with at length about music. Whenever we meet, we talk about music. And so when I came up with the concept for this show, I knew she had to be one of my very first guests. And so I reached out and asked her to choose a song to chat about. And that choice? Donny Hathaway's live cover of Yesterday by the Beatles. All my trouble seems so far away. Considered a soul legend by Rolling Stone magazine, Donny Hathaway is best remembered for songs like This Christmas and his duets with Roberta Flack. He's also been covered by many, many artists. But it's this live cover of Yesterday that remains one of my personal favorites. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. In this, Donny Hathaway takes the iconic Beatles song and makes it his own. It's slower, more poignant. While the original Beatles version may have been about a breakup, Donny Hathaway makes it into something much larger. As you'll hear in my conversation with Kiana Irvin, in his hands, the song becomes a commentary on the state of the United States at that particular point in time. And so here's our conversation. I hope you enjoy it. I guess I wasn't shocked that you chose Donny Hathaway. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, he's covered other things. But this is the one you wanted to work on. Why? That's you right. Want to talk about. Um, right, because Donny Hathaway just excels at covers, right? Um, so his work with Roberta Flack. Oh, oh my goodness! Some of the the my most favorite tunes come from their collaboration, mm-hmm. and you know, um, I love his covers. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're excellent. But there's something about yesterday that I think puts me in a kind of, um, uh, I'm a historian, Mm -hmm. right? So it puts me in a kind of space thinking about the past Mm. and what the past kind of means for us in the present or how we think about the past and what it, how it in a sense lives on through us and in us and Mm. with us. And so I could have selected, um, you've got a friend which is a really also great beautiful. one. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yesterday is sort of that, there's a simplicity mm-hmm. uh, embedded in that one mm-hmm. that I, I just find myself returning to mm-hmm. and returning to. I love what you just said about the 
historical connotations mm -hmm. that Donny Hathaway's version mm -hmm. brings us. Mm -hmm. But before we go there, let's just um, let me give a quick um, overview of the song. So we know the song was written by Paul McCartney. In fact, um, the the legend is that he heard it in a dream or something. He woke up and the, and the melody was was mm. on was on his mind, mm -hmm. um, and he called it "Scrambled Eggs." Yeah. And then um, later on, he then um, they put words to it. So it's really credited to both John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Mm -hmm. um, it was released in 1965 for their album "Help," which um, is uh, an incredible album. But um, this song, they thought, was not a song that would do well for them because, you know, they were posed as a rock band, right? Mm -hmm. And yes. this is not a rock, no, it's not. Not a rock song. <laughs> it's really not. They, yes. they didn't think that this would this song would do well, but as mm -hmm. soon as it came out, because, you know, it's got the strings, it's yes. very, it's a love song, yes. you know, it's a breakup, mm -hmm. um, but not in the sort of hard breakup feel of a, of a rock song. Exactly. Um, yes. And so um, it came out in 65, mm -hmm. and then... Donny Hathaway um, then covered it in 19, in the early 70s. Mm -hmm. He did it at a live show. That's the only version I've ever heard. Yes. Have you heard any I've, other? I have not heard it. Okay, any so, other so that's the one that, that, we'll, that we'll talk about. Mm -hmm. um, he covered it in the early 70s, and then it was released on an album in mm -hmm. 2004, of right. course, long after yes. his passing. Um, and... It's not very popular. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, I mean, if you mentioned Don, Donny Hathaway, folks mention all the Robert Black stuff right. and this so Christmas. on. Yeah, this <laughs> Christmas, always, top right. of the list. Yes. I adore that song. Me too, me too. It's my favorite Christmas right? song. And a course. song for you, Yes, right? absolutely. Um, so, so, but not this one. Mm -hmm. In fact, when you told me about this, mm. about this cover, I did mm -hmm. not know. Mm -hmm. Or I may have heard it before, but I didn't remember mm -hmm. it as a as something to be on the top of the list of Donny Hathaway's greatest hits. Yeah. Um, so then I went back and I listened to it, and mm -hmm. it's gorgeous. Okay, mm -hmm. so so that's the sort of background of the song. Um, we should just quickly say what the history is at that point. Yeah. So, Kiana, could, could you just kind of, in a nutshell, mm -hmm. tell us what's going on between 65 and, let's say, 72 sure. in the country? What? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean... Um, could call it kind of the protest age of black music in many ways. Um, around 65, you have um, a civil rights movement that has gained a number of important legislative victories. This really revolutionized the country in key ways. And is also, in the same, uh, by the same token, revealed the limits of those, of those victories. Right? So there's persistent police brutality, persistent black poverty, a kind of... Um, hopelessness really among some populations of the black community especially poor and working class mm -hmm. and young black people about well what do these gains mean for me um there are um, a number of urban rebellions going on in this period um the the influence the emergence and, and rising influence of the black panther party mm -hmm. of black power the right. black power is eclipsing the mm -hmm. civil rights movement in this period mm -hmm. Soul power mm -hmm. is is uh, incredibly influential, especially in art and culture. Um, black poets, black musicians, yes. black writers, black arts movement, black arts yeah. movement is mm -hmm. oh my goodness! Right. right, the many names, the mm -hmm. many names, and yeah. So so that, that you know, it's a moment of deep turmoil, mm -hmm. a moment of of deep questioning mm -hmm. around like what does all this mean, mm -hmm. and what are we gaining, and right. we're certainly losing something in the gaining. Mm -hmm. Um, what concessions have we made? Um, many thinking we need to push 
you know, much harder. harder. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? Right. And so the, you, you, you listen to the music and you can hear kind of the complicated and complex nature mm-hmm. of, of, of those kinds of right. issues. Right. But deep turmoil, for mm-hmm. sure. And yeah. so um, a song like this in mm-hmm. Donny Hathaway's hands yes. um, or in, in his voice yes. really, um, I think, captures everything you just said. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why there's melancholy. This mm-hmm. is why there's nostalgia. Yes. This is why there is there is little hope, but there's also a lot of pain, yes. deep pain Absolutely. and longing right, for... And so, anyway, I, yeah, I just wanted us to... If mm-hmm. I could just say, Please. I mean, the, in, in the live recording, you do hear black joy being expressed, yes. right? Yes. And so the power, I think, of these black musical forms, blues, gospel, soul, R&B, even funk, right, is this, is this capacity to hold... Mm-hmm pain and mm-hmm. joy and, mm-hmm. and, and find even mm-hmm. in talking of pain mm-hmm. a kind of expression, yes. even a, an ecstatic expression right, right, of right. joy. Yes. This song is about change and like wrestling and reckoning with change and and yet there's room of course there's room for, for joy in its expression yeah. let's just start with the question i ask everyone yeah. which version do you prefer and why i think you've already told us but right yes i i, I definitely prefer donny hathaway's uh, version um and i prefer it because of what it makes me feel and how it makes me feel mm-hmm. and it, it it resonates as i said just um, in terms of you know, the way that it, it talks about the past and mm-hmm. pulls the past forward, as you said, mm-hmm. um, and helps us think about, you know, the past is a place of, of longing, mm-hmm. you know, um, this, this notion of sort of a nostalgia for a simpler time, mm-hmm. even though in the context of living it, it's not necessarily simple, but from the perspective of, from, from a retrospective mm-hmm. um, standpoint, mm-hmm. sure, you know. Um, of course, the way that Donnie's voice Donnie's approach to uh, melody, mm-hmm. um, how good he is at covers. Mm-hmm. I think all of that just plays really strongly for me into why this version. Mm-hmm. I mean, I listen to the Beatles version every now and then, but it's this one that yeah. I always yeah, listen to. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the differences. Like, what are his choices? Mm-hmm. What are what are his um, musical yes. choices yes. that he makes? Yes. Let's talk. Let's start with the Beatles version. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Suddenly so the Beatles version is a yes. little love song. Yes. It's steady. Yes. It's a little upbeat. It is a little like upbeat. Like yesterday. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, what does Donnie do with it? Mm-hmm. What are his choices? Mm-hmm. And as a singer, I would yeah, love for you to sure. kind of talk through how you hear it. Sure. Yeah. There's a kind of um, hippie countercultural, you know, flower power vibe to the Beatles version. Absolutely. Gives it this said. kind of mm-hmm. whimsical nature, mm-hmm. even though it's about mm-hmm. a kind of sad issue. Mm-hmm. But Donnie just takes us to the sad, to the mm-hmm. melancholy, um, and and that's the center. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the that's the weight of it all for mm-hmm. me. Um, it's the 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 BPM, the beats per minute, 
is much lower. Much lower. Much lower. He slows it's like it he all just the way down. Drags like the tip. Five minutes long. I'm, exactly. Right. So it's slower. It's longer. He has a, a long break in there mm-hmm. and brings his voice back into the song with this kind of these these long like notes that he holds mm-hmm. to bring us back mm-hmm. to the to the chorus or something like mm-hmm. that. So it's um, for me the fact that it's very slow, mm-hmm. which gives him time to interpret the song, um, to keep us in the the melancholy mm-hmm. of it all uh, by returning. Right to it um, and returning to it and returning to it. I think his long phrasing is beautiful. The way he holds notes and carries, you know, ends one phrase and, and, and stretches that to the new phrase. I think it's just quite beautiful. His his playing, his piano playing, and the fact that it's live. Right, I think that's a big part. Yeah, of yeah, the fact that we hear we in hear real time mm-hmm. the audience reacting, mm-hmm. not just to the song, mm-hmm. but to pieces right. and inflections right. and mm-hmm. moments in the song. Right. Um, and that's not faded out of this right. version, yes. that we hear them. Yes. Um, and they become part of the... I think he stretches it out that long because mm-hmm. of the audience. Yes. Like, yes. he's seeing them, mm-hmm. he's watching them, he's feeling it himself, yes. and... So then he interpret he he reinterprets each each phrase. Yes, absolutely. Which he does beautifully on everything. That's but, right. That's but right. But in this this, this one funny. in particular, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think it's more striking in this because we've got the Beatles' original That's right. big, huge, That's right. massive number one hit. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It's number one in so many countries. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love how. You know, when, when he begins like playing it, like the opening seconds of the recording. And he says, you know, this this so fantastic beautiful. song mm-hmm. be- by the Beatles. Yeah, yeah the beautiful, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. By the Beatles. And and then there's like this kind of response from the audience of like, tell it, like, mm-hmm. let's go. That's you right. know, mm-hmm. like, like, do this thing. Yeah. It's church. It's, it's church. church. And so yeah. my roots in gospel music, mm-hmm. of course, this song brings me there, too, as well yeah. as, as appreciation for the blues. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's go there. Let's go to, mm-hmm. to gospel. Okay. So, you know, when you... I love to think about what the song means yes. and I listen to the lyrics. I want to hear what the story is that mm-hmm. the songwriter is trying to tell us. Yes. And so when we think of the um, Beatles ver- version, we, we as we've already said, it's a really pretty love song. Yes. It's a beautiful number, as mm-hmm. Donny Hathaway rightfully said. But because of his gospel roots mm-hmm. um, and because the audience is there, so we we feel like we're in black church, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, is there another reading of it? Mm. And because we know what Donny Hathaway himself was going through, yes. right? He he's he's a he he was a person who was struggling with his own mental health. That's right. That's right. Um, is there another way of reading this? And I sometimes I'm like Stephanie, stop. Mm. <laughs> it's just a song. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I wonder if there's a something about salvation, mm. mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. you know what he's going through. Yes. There's also, of course, the social cultural historical moment as well absolutely is there is there another way of thinking about that? yeah I mean I, I think I think so I like that you use the word salvation mm-hmm. I think that this song at least in the in what I hear in mm-hmm. his interpretation is also about being saved mm-hmm. being liberated mm-hmm. uh, kind of personal yeah. salvation a personal mm-hmm. liberation right. from the demons right. of the world, right. of one's own mind, mm-hmm. of one's own context. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, I think the power of uh, kind of gospel-styled music mm-hmm. and blues as well, and the, of course those two are tightly related, right. 
is a kind of transcendence of, of circumstances mm-hmm. in a way, but but also a kind of not leaving them behind, but kind of moving with them and, mm-hmm. and a kind of call, I mm-hmm. think, that he's putting out there and that, that is resonating with listeners right. of, of, of longing for a kind of, um, you know, a, a simpler, less difficult, mm-hmm. less mm-hmm. complicated mm-hmm. More peaceful. Um, ease, mm-hmm. calling right. for ease mm-hmm. and, and peacefulness, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, in the 60s and the 70s, I mean, tumultuous, right? Tumultuous, tumultuous times. Word, yeah. yeah, deeply, uh, deep turmoil mm-hmm. all over the world. Right. Um, and so this is kind of a, a place for, mm-hmm. for calling for a kind right. of ease and peace. Yeah. I want to talk about where he's from. Yes. All right. Yes. So um, <laughs> I know you have a personal connection in mm-hmm. some ways. You mm-hmm. want, can you talk about that? Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So he was born in Chicago, so Midwest stand up, but, you know, was raised <laughs> by his grandmother in St. Louis. There you go. Uh, yeah. Where are you from? Kira? I'm from St. Louis. <laughs> I'm from St. Louis. So he grew up in the Car, Car Square neighborhood, which is a, which was um, an African-American neighborhood at the time. His grandmother, you know, um, raised him in the church. He was a part of the church choir, played um, four churches, and was very much a part of kind of the worship experience mm-hmm. of, of black um, Christian churches in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the the gospel traditions mm-hmm. in Chicago, think like Dorsey, the Barrett sisters, and Staples the singers, Staples right? singers, mm-hmm. my goodness, mm-hmm. um, gospel traditions out of St. Louis, mm-hmm. um, famous black gospel artists there. I mean, he's... He's in that He's water. In He's mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And so I hear that every time, it, whatever recording, but especially mm-hmm. in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, you said earlier that um, his his voice makes you sometimes cry. That's right. And it's yeah. the same with me. Sometimes mm-hmm. he just, it's something about Donny Hathaway's voice. Mm-hmm. What is it? I mean, without knowing anything about kind of the, the technical aspects mm-hmm. of the voice, there's a kind of haunting been so many places in my life and time. It sounds very open-throated, you know, mm-hmm. and that the way he colors and shapes his tone mm-hmm. has a kind of haunting quality mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. um, that, you know, makes, it usually stops me in my tracks, mm-hmm. the way it sounds. I mean, it, it, I feel that way with singers like Liz Wright, mm-hmm. would kind of compare that haunting yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a resting, mm-hmm. you know, but also I'm, I'm a bit um, overtaken by it or mm-hmm. overcome by it, mm-hmm. too. Um, I love the use of the word haunting. Mm-hmm. It is haunting mm-hmm. and it makes you want to cry. Yes, it's blue. Yeah, it's, it's, blue. Blue. it's blue. It's blue. You think of shades. Right. It's blue. Right. Like yeah. I would not want to be a band playing behind Donia. Exactly. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't <laughs> You be know able what to I mean? It. Like, yeah. like <laughs> where do I come in and where do right. I leave? Exactly. But he will find you. That's right. You know, That's like right. he, he yes. will. It, I think you'd be fine because right. cause he would still, he still has a way of coming back to the beat, you Absolutely. know, back to the place where it's supposed to be on the on the score. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I love how he, in this song, he'll play the kind of chord and then go into the line. Right. right? Exactly. And in that way, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, follow me. There's yeah. a kind of yeah. improvisational mm-hmm. nature to it all mm-hmm. that it's really, really And it's neat. not late. It's just. It's not late. That's right. It's just come on. That's right. Go. That's right. Right. Yeah. Okay. I need to step back and okay. ask you um, your relationship with the Beatles. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've okay. explored yes, your relationship right. with, with Donnie. Right. But what, what do you think of the Beatles? I mean, yeah. I'm not sure there's much to explore there. <laughs> I, I honestly and truthfully and mean this with all respect, I'm just not a fan, really, of the Beatles. I 
respect and even admire their um, contribution to music, right? I mean, and I and I have some appreciation for that and some understanding of that. Um, but as far as like their their catalog goes, I'm I'm more interested in people covering their mm-hmm. songs. Like mm-hmm. um, there's some covers I've heard of um, "Let It Be" that I've thought uh, that again oh bring me to gosh. tears. Yes. But in terms of their catalog, catalog mm-hmm. and just listening to their music, I'm not really a listener. Mm-hmm. Um, but I appreciate their right, significance, right. especially I mean, in the yeah. times. There is know. no gospel there, really. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different. It's a different sound yes, altogether. Yes, yes, um, yes. You know, I, I, all the things we just said about Donny Hathaway's voice, we could mm-hmm. not say about yes. Paul McCartney's voice mm-hmm. or John Lennon's. Yes. Um, they wrote the song. That's so right. That's we, right. We're Beautiful songwriter. We, right. We're grateful for the Absolutely. contribution. Absolutely. For the contribution <laughs> and, and, yes. um, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, Kiana, I know yes. you are a singer. <laughs> and I've actually heard you sing um, a couple times. No, actually one time. Only once, You right? only let me hear you oh, sing gosh, once. that's bad. I don't. So, it's, we have so much catching up yes, to do. Yes, we do. Um, but... Um, I do happen to know that this is one of the songs you like to sing. Yes. Um, so if you could just um, sing something for us, mm-hmm. um, how do you interpret Donny Hathaway's interpretation of mm-hmm. this classic Beatles mm-hmm. song? Mm-hmm. Okay, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sis. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Um, Did you sing in church? I did. You did? did a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And that's where I was really sang. Where, what age were you when you joined the choir? Oh, gosh. Um, Maybe, I was very young, four, five, six, something like that. Young? Yeah. Did you do it on your own free will or did your mom yeah, that's a good question <laughs> I mean it's it. kind of what you did yeah. you know like mm-hmm. at that age you know this yeah you were part of the the children's choir as mm-hmm. it was called mm-hmm. um but it didn't take long for me to realize how much I loved it I still remember some of those songs mm-hmm. that, 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 that we learned so yeah and then you grew into the adult choir that's right, right? that's right so I started uh sang in youth in youth mm-hmm. and young adult choirs I sang um and uh, gospel choirs, mm-hmm. and and actually like taught songs and like conducted in gospel choir at in, Why in college. Do I not know this? <laughs> yes. In college. In in college, yes. Um. So 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 now we understand. Mm-hmm. We understand why you hear Donny Hathaway mm-hmm. as gospel. Yes. And as blues. Yes. Um, because that's your upbringing. Mm-hmm. That's your mm-hmm. that's your background. That's right. And so much of the gospel that. I was steeped in in the 80s and 90s. Let's say the 80s mainly. was um, about life being kind of hard sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and, and songs were about, um, you know, God or spirit mm-hmm. meeting 
humans in the hard times right. and shaking things up, mm-hmm. troubling the water, mm-hmm. so to speak. And so when I hear songs like Yesterday, it reminds me of that the nature of that kind of mm-hmm. gospel music, um, which is a kind of, you know, um, honest confrontation with struggle, yeah. struggle mm-hmm. and reality. Yeah. And also providing a means of transcending. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And in the moment, too. And collectively. Collectively. Which is powerful. The community. Which is, again, why, because it's live, yes. we, can, yes. we can draw that meaning from it. Absolutely. Which we cannot at all. There's no, there's no space to do that in the no. Beatles version. No. It's not for that. <laughs> it's just not, not designed that for right. that kind, right. Of, right. kind of experience. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, no love it um so we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping up now um so i always ask my guests Mm. to imagine a spectrum right Mm -hmm. or a continuum uh, a scale um where this song um is shared by these two artists right in this Mm -hmm. case the beatles and donny hathaway and i always ask my guests to give percentages you mm. know so if this if this song has a scale uh, one to a hundred mm. how will you share the percentage between mm. them mm-hmm. so yeah so one of the one of the, okay so let me preface this just by saying that so many artists amazing artists have covered yesterday absolutely so you've got to give props to mm-hmm. The Beatles, All of them. right okay. to yeah. the to the song <laughs> to the Beatles for for making that's that right song. so yeah. I wouldn't I w- don't want to Short change them mm-hmm. there, and my, the, actually, the first time I learned of this song was through Boys to Men, <laughs> their cover. Right? Listen, um, <laughs> guests, um, audience, whoever is listening, this child knows that my favorite artists of all time are Boys to Men, so that's why she just said that. But carry on. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to throw off the interview um, <laughs> or the conversation, I should say. Um, so. Yeah, that so many people have done this and done and, and done a wonderful job with it. Got to give props to the songwriting and to the to the melody, to the structure of the song. It's gorgeous. You know, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. The chord structure, all of that. Mm-hmm. So, and um, interpretation matters, mm. right? And so this is something I've been appreciating. I think since taking a few courses in like music mm. in 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 college, just in appreciating the meanings that come from an interpretation mm-hmm. and performance and, and how how that shapes the, the song and our understanding of it. So I okay, I've 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 gone on too long. I would say let's say Beatles thirty forty mm, percent mm-hmm. and Donnie sixty percent. That is that's do you think generous. that's generous? Yeah. No, I'm, I think that's I good. want to be generous mm-hmm. in yeah. this answer. I do. Yeah, because it is a it is a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and Donny Hathaway then gets an opportunity to share something so amazing with us. Yes. Because he had this song. Of course, we know he had other songs. And yes. he himself was an incredible songwriter. Oh, gosh, incredible. yes. Incredible. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I love the ghetto, oh, for example. Oh, yes, me too. Me <laughs> right? too. One of my favorites. Because su- he has such range. That's right. Um, That's right. But because this is such a pretty song, mm-hmm. he, he is able to take it as mm-hmm. it is and then mm-hmm. bring his whole self to it. Mm-hmm. Um, all yeah. right. So this has been a wonderful conversation. Um, Kiana, thank you thank so you. much for coming Thanks. and for talking to me about this incredible song. <laughs> and the treat, of course, of this episode is your voice you. and your 
your generosity with singing it because I know yeah. you don't sing on demand. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being with with Kiana and, and a few friends that we were begging her to, to sing and she was like, mm, not today. <laughs> so, I'm trying so, to change that. I am. Okay. <laughs> I hope you do. That's it for this week's episode of Cover Story with Stephanie Shanikan, where we're talking about the songs we love, the stories behind them, and how they live on through their covers. Next time, we're taking on a classic, Before I Let Go. We're going to pit Frankie Beverly and Mays against Beyonce, the queen herself. <laughs> and I'll have a very special guest with me for that episode, Faramala Shanakan, who happens to be my daughter. Cover Story with Stephanie Shanakan is produced by Janet Saidi, Christopher Husted, Fernando Naro, Raymond Tangakar, Ryan Famuliner, and me, Stephanie Shanakan. This podcast is a collaboration between KBIA News and Vox Magazine with the College of Arts and Science and the Missouri School of Journalism. You can find more about this podcast on Twitter at KBIA and in the current issue of Vox Magazine. See you next time.